Good evening, Bob. How are you doing? Fantastic. After our long hiatus. That's bullshit. It was bullshit. Because uh, Diamond is... Um, a girl's best friend. Diamond is not my best <laughs> friend, but they are, they're having a hard time, let's just say. I think they are... Uh, they seem to be getting their shit together, but I can't imagine that that matters too much <laughs> at this point. Now that they've lost, they've lost DC and they've lost Marvel. I don't know. Mm. They've become a Funko. Like uh, I can't remember what the thing was. They were like, "We're now a premier Funko distributor," and it's like, cool. Yeah, that just meant that like Funko kicked all of us out of their. Uh, the ability to order direct from them if we weren't buying $50,000 a year in product. So then we have to go through Diamond ah. or EE distribution, which would have been a nightmare. So I'm not going to do that. Nope. Um, but. TY Diamond. Yep. But, you know, they're actually letting us keep our Marvel discount till the end of the year if we decide to not switch over to our new. If we decide to not go over to the other distributor just yet, which Ooh. I might do. Who knows? Hey. Because boy is ordering through Penguin Random House a pain in the ass. Oh. Their interface was not set up for us. It was set up for books. Mm. Like, the ordering, like, numbered variants and things is, like, bullshit. You can't tell how many you have. It's so, so stupid. Don't like it. I don't like it either. But you know what I do like? Is it comic books? I like the new comic books that are out this week at Coast City Comics and CoastCityComics.com. Let me tell you what is going on this week. Yes. Bob, how do you feel about an Amazing Spider-Man? You know, I like them. How would you like an Amazing Spider-Man omnibus hardcover featuring Todd McFarlane? I feel all right about that. You know, and that's great. Right. Uh, <laughs> this is uh, this is two six uh, two ninety six uh, through three twenty nine for Ooh. Amazing Spider Man and Spectacular Spider Man Annual Number Ten. That it's up. really funny. Term omnibus. I was literally talking to a customer like three days before this came in, and he was lamenting the fact that this was out of print, and I was like. Yeah, it's strange that that doesn't come back in print more often. And then it's like, oh, right, I just ordered it. My brain doesn't hold that kind of information for very long. Well, yeah, it's like when you're doing like a spreadsheet at work or something and it's like, oh, I did like 15,000 different oh, yeah. things. And then like you go back and it's like, wow, did I type that? I guess I did. <laughs> I, guess I don't I remember it at all. Who knows? Yeah. Um, but I will tell you one thing that Ooh. is extra important. It is that American Vampire 1976 <laughs> number 10 of 10 is out. Oh, my God. You know, it features Raphael Albuquerque artwork on the cover, and there's also a Mateus Santaluca cardstock cover variant. That's exciting news. <laughs> Am I going to keep doing the podcast like this, this disingenuous <laughs> bullshit way that I'm doing it right now? I don't know. It kind of feels... Kind of like, feels wait, you're right. gone for two weeks, and then now <laughs> you're, you're just come... giving us this passive-aggressive <laughs> bullshit about fucking... <laughs> Reading the listings. Uh, maybe that's it. Uh, Avengers 47. Ah. That is the second part of World War She-Hulk. Featuring a new Hulk permutation. Really? Yes. Oh, God damn it, I should have read that one. Oh, it's not that exciting. It's I mean, not. it's cool if you're reading I liked it. the first one. I thought it was really good. Yeah, I did really like the first one. Um, and it's a nice storyline. Uh, I, I, I thought it was interesting. It's basically like what if you did... Winter Soldier and then also Hulk. Um, you know what else is you know what else is interesting? The ultra sexy cover that they put on uh Avengers forty seven, the alternate cover for that one. <laughs> I didn't see it. It is, is a it real really it's a real thirsty cover of uh <laughs> of totally awesome Hulk. He uh-huh. is like it's ridiculous. Like the Amadeus Cho Hulk? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But he is like, he is like Chip and Dale in <laughs> hardcore. It's Sick. great. It's pretty funny. Love it. Uh, Basilisk number three continues to fucking rule. I love this series. Um, again, it's like somebody did a spin-off of the characters from uh, from Dr. Sleep and just gave them their own, their own thing. It's like a really dark X-Men take. It's just it's it's basically like Stephen King writing the X Men in a way. Uh, it's it's a very Stephen King feeling book 
a bunch of people with weird powers and they basically use them to murder. It's just like a group of Mansonite type serial murderers. One member breaks free or is kind of kidnapped, but she's also the one that is not into the whole thing and, uh, and is basically brought uh, by this person who has her family was murdered by them. And she's like preparing to stand off against them, even though she's just a regular lady. Hmm. She's just going to try to shoot them with a shotgun, even though they just murdered, like, 50 cops and dissolved their skin. <laughs> so it's probably not going to be great, but uh, she's going to do her best. Nice. Batman 111. It's, what do you know uh, about that? What I know about it is that they are building up to a big uh, fall-winter crossover Batman storyline <laughs> kind of thing. It's called Fear State, and this oh, is, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is, yep. this is the the precursor yeah i'm actually really excited about that is yeah, there some, honestly i think this i don't know why but for some reason that really appeals to me this big crossover yeah i think it's going to be really cool uh and i genuinely like this uh this this run this team yeah i, I like the i like the whole deal and uh my only thing is i actually kind of wish they dropped the backups in it yeah just kind of like don't no, really agree. care about the backups but you know whatever it's all good it's, it's Batman. All good i didn't read it uh, because I, instead of reading, I drank beers. Well, to be fair, <laughs> that's kind of what I want to be doing. So I mean, it was uh, enjoyable. <laughs> Battle Angel Alita graphic novel volume one is out, or or back in, I guess. Uh, we got more Black Butler in, so we actually have a few things. We have a few mangas back in stock. Yes. We've got a book called Black Clover as well, uh, volume 26 of that, so... Hopefully you hopefully you got in a while ago uh, and just moved to town because I wasn't carrying it up until now. I don't know what I'm thinking. Uh, Blade Runner 2029, number six, is out. Uh, there is an omnibus of BPRD, Hell on Earth, part two. Yeah, these are the good ones where that James yeah. Heron was drawn and that was so James Heron, it's, you know? It's hard to say what the good BPRD is because I can't think of any bad BPRD. Yeah, no, genuinely, I, honest to God, it is cannot really think good. Of anything bad. I think if any series really lends itself to an omnibus hardcore uh, or hardcover, like, yeah. hardcore hardcover uh, treatment, I think BPRD is really like because you can lose track yeah. of it. If oh you're yeah. Not, oh, it's so true. Um, if you're not really. Uh, reading it in that kind of a format which you know unfortunately for me i bought them all as single issues and like eventually like the the storyline kind of like brings itself around where you but uh there was a period of time there where it's like oh, i wish i was just reading trades i wish that they had collected them in a way i know this would drive purists insane but i wish that there were collections of monster of the week and collections of ongoing mm. because even though like issue three and issue seven connect together. I want to read the monster of the week sometimes. And sometimes I want to read the big ongoing story for, yeah. for a story like this. Yeah. I think that just like the unfortunate thing about the Hellboy stuff is like that there is, I mean, honestly, I don't think this is true of just Hellboy. I think it's true of any like character where you're doing like multiple oh, yeah. series. Like it's just, yeah, yeah. it's really hard if you want to collect something in a specific format because the formats don't last as long as the series lasts <laughs> so it's like you know when you're like i used to collect all the hellboy trades but then at some point like they yep. all got like rebranded and renumbered and everything and then it's like at a certain True. point like i couldn't continue on so it's like they just kind of stop like at a certain point i think i don't Oof. know whatever this as, is apropos of nothing but, but i will tell you as somebody who collected hell hellblazer i relate to that because oh my god yeah holy yeah shit was that a clusterfuck yeah that that lack of numbering and just I don't know. There's kind of like three or four issues from here, and then one from there, and then yep. it's gonna go to the next four issues. But we're gonna skip three issues for absolutely no reason. Yeah, insanity. Yeah, DC has been doing that. I guess I actually read an article, uh, you know, from Stupid Bleeding Cool, but uh, yeah. like where like they're doing like a specific run of detective and then they just like change the trade yep. dress like halfway. It's just like, don't, don't, don't do trade, that. Don't, just do, don't that. do that. Just don't it's so do frustrating. It. <laughs> so don't do it. Just like yeah. put it out in one way and then do an omnibus or whatever you're going to do. But anyway, or just a, stop at a volume. Uh, the other yeah. thing that I've, I've been, I mean, listen, we've got a lot to get through, but yeah. man, 
we got to put volumes on these fucking trades eventually. Come on, yeah. guys. Yeah, yeah. When are we when are we going to do this? Yeah. It's so hard to tell what's going on in these books. Okay. Okay. And that's that's my rant. <laughs> and now on to C. Now on to uh, no, continuing here. Buffy. <laughs> uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer number 28. Uh, crime Syndicate. Uh, in effect, number six. Yep. Uh, we got Crush and Lobo, number three. Nice. Yes. We like it. And you know what else? We've got Cthulhu Flux, the card game, if you want that. Because okay, that it is. rules. Flux is really fun. It's cool. a fairly simple, easy-to-carry card game that's, like, super fun. And we got a bunch of them in. Uh, Curse of the Man-Thing, which is that weird story where the airborne Man-Thing virus oh, fought yeah. the Avengers, which kind of ruled. Nice. I liked it a lot. Uh, something else weird that rules and is inexplicable uh, the Conjuring. Yeah. DC Horror presents The Conjuring. I the Lover. Barely like the con. I've seen all the Conjuring movies. I barely like them. This comic book is great. I rewatched the first Conjuring. Yeah. Turns out I fucking loved it. Allie loves it. Real weird. My wife is a is a Conjuring like fan person. As a like nerdy horror purist, I'm supposed to hate those movies. And I went back and I was like, fuck, that really holds up, and it was really fun. Yeah, I think I remember liking the first one the best. Oh, yeah, them. yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, but that said, these are a different kind of animal, oh, plus they have totally. these fantastic Dave Johnson <laughs> fake ads throughout that are really, really great. Yep. Agree. Uh, Deadpool, black and white and blood all over. <laughs> Number one. There's a James Stokoe story in this, and it was very hard for me to not No shit. Oh, yeah. Damn it. It's actually really good. That, the entire issue is actually probably just Oh, there's fine. a Stoko variant, too. Yeah. No, I was looking at it, and I very, Ooh, the, very oh much God. wanted to get it. Uh, he fights uh, Omega Red, and it's really, really, uh, it's cool. It's really cool. He's got a crazy James Stoko tank. Yep. Oh, and he's wearing a hippie hat. Yep. No, I That's very adorable. much wanted to get it. It's just there were too many fucking books, and I couldn't I couldn't do it for one story, even though the other stories were probably fine. I think Phil Noto did the art in one of them, and he's pretty yep. good. Phil Noto, he's pretty good. He's pretty good. <laughs> he's pretty good. Yeah, he's pretty good. He's that been around for like 30 fucking pretty years. Good. He's pretty good. Uh, Demon Slayer, volume 23, and this week, uh, one of our more anticipated books of the week, Elvira Meets Vincent Price. I had a lot of people <laughs> asking me about this book. Interesting. I did um, not even open it. But I mean, it's it's actually very, it's really good. It's like kind of surprisingly good. And uh, cool. Yeah. I mean, like a lot of those, all the Elvira comics were surprisingly good. So, yeah, they do tend to be really good. They tend to have a, a better team than the average dynamite fair. Uh, okay. We got. I do a, apologize. There's a mosquito like that wants to bite me, but just it won't. does. It's so afraid. At some point, you'll hear a really loud clap. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be clapping back. Uh, Excalibur by Trini Howard, by Teeny Howard. Sorry. Uh, that is going to be volume one of that. Nice. And we've got the, I believe it is the fourth installment. Yes, fourth installment of Extreme Carnage, which is Lasher number one, mm. uh, which is incredibly bloody. Um, it's a very confusing character. I'm not really sure what's going on with it. I think they're just kind of dumping out all of the symbiotes that were in those jars in the in that laboratory oh. and kind of just finding them random hosts. Turns out that poor Lasher gets attached to an old person at an old folks' home and <laughs> uh, convinces them that they're going to look for his dead wife. And it's kind of a weird... <laughs> It's it's good, but it's uh it's a little weird, huh. uh, and a little a little dark in the kind of sad dark way, and also like seven thousand people get murdered. Nice. Uh, okay, so firepower by Kirkman and Samney, number fourteen, going strong, still going strong. Giger, uh, Geiger, Geiger, <laughs> every time. It sounded gross. Giger Geiger, uh, number five is out. H R Geiger. Uh. We've got The Golem Walks Among Us, number one. Man, I wanted to pick this up because I love Mignola, uh, but this is like, you got to know what's going on to pick this up. Not to not to like convince anyone to not take a chance on it, but like, you got to know what's going on because I was like, what? Like, there's clearly shit that came out before this that like, you're supposed mm. to know, which is cool, <laughs> but I, I didn't know it, so I didn't get nice. it. Nice. Interesting. Uh, good Asian number four. 
Fantastic book. Continues to be one of the best noir books I've ever read. I love it. I also love it. Uh, Green Lantern number five is actually cool. Yeah, I, the first half of it is cool. I wish this is another thing where it's like I kind of wish they'd like cool it with these backup books, but yeah. um, the backup wasn't as bad, you know, as it's like it's terrible or anything like that. Right, but right. the first story is badass, and then like then you got this other story with you know all the Green Lanterns and their drama. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, all right, whatever. I mean, I'll see you saddle me with it. Yep. I'll take it. I want Joe Mullen, Green Lantern. Yeah. And that's what I know. Get. That's what everybody wants. Yeah. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Annual Number One is out, and it is one of those Infinite Destinies tie-ins. So somebody's got some sort of Infinity Stone stuck in them somehow. Yep. Uh, don't know who that is because I did not read it. I, nor did I. Um, Sorry. Hellions 14 is out. Um, it's not the X-Men comic I'm currently reading. <laughs> and the the second trade is also out with that. Nice. And one of my one of my favorite books of the week. There were too many this week. Um but uh Hyper Thick. Ooh, god damn. Yeah, yeah. I'm all about this. You want to talk about it? I uh, you should talk about it. You know more about it than I do. I mean, I don't know shit about it. All I know is what I just read. Well, uh, basically it's just this I mean, it's not really about the story. It's more about the approach. It's a it's a it's a thirties, forties style uh, noir crime comic book in the style of like a pre code crime book, uh, tongue in cheek, and just fucking crazy. I couldn't quite figure out if it was someone rewriting stories over old comics. Oh, I don't know that either. I feel like if this is someone aping old comic style, they are doing a very good job. Absolutely. Um, but it's funny. Um, I picked it up just because it looks amazing. Yes, And it does. I was just like, okay, like this has to be cool. Like I oh, think the thing weird. that happened was I opened to, um, like in the old Golden Age books, there would be like those text stories. And uh, I opened up to one. It's like a big text, and it's got a picture of a dragon, and the title at the top is Sedition Kitsch. And I was just like, that's whatever the fuck that is. It's probably pretty cool. Uh, there's like things called like Luca Bazooka, and uh, yep. I think it is actually someone like rewriting old books, if I had to guess. But I, I don't. Astro Gavin Boots the Moon, uh, <laughs> Sue Pesto, Bomb Sawyer, and the Mercy Circus. Yep. It just looks like one of those crazy, like, subgeniusy yeah, kind of really awesome things that I just, uh, yep. I had to I had to check it out. Definitely subgenius is what comes to mind. Very much subgenius. Yep. And uh, next up, we have Immortal Hulk, number 49. Which I like. Yep. Uh Actually, it turns out that the real thirst trap issue was this one. I forgot. This was the one that has the, this is the one that has the really Abby version of uh, oh. of Amadeus Cho on it. I see. Uh, Ink blot number eleven mm. is out. It's that adorable uh, time and space warping cat. That cat. That friggin' cat. We got Invader Zim Dookie Loop Horror One Shot. How can you resist it? Come on. <laughs> One of them's got a pig in a top hat. Come on. I do like that cover. Give me that. Uh, Jenny Zero number four is out. Uh, This is the fourth issue of four. uh, And I think Jenny Zero was a very, very good series. Jenny Zero got seriously fucked over by by that error that happened in the first issue. And then it became collectible. And then nobody got it because scalpers pulled every fucking issue and then nobody got to read it, and it sucks. It yeah, and it sucks because like because it was really good. The the spike at the end of the first issue, which I I did get because yeah. <laughs> I got in here on Tuesday or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like was so good, and uh, and I really do like it. It would be a great like f- like fun film, but like it's not like it's obviously yeah. just like a comic. Like I can't imagine this ever getting like option for anything. No, no. They they only wanted it because it was an error. Because there was some sort of thing that wasn't yeah. supposed to be in it. But even like if it were like a like I'm more talking about like just like those new comics that are just obviously yeah, yeah, just yeah. like a pitch for like I mean yeah, I guess you could make not. a kaiju movie about a hammered person, but like I don't know. It's just it's really good. That, and I'm not even really giving away like the whole yeah, deal. Like no, basically no. like the 
it, when it's out in a trade, you should definitely consider checking it out. It's uh, like imagine if, if uh, Jupiter's Legacy was a tongue-in-cheek take on Ultraman. Yeah, this is like if Ultraman was like uh like an is it are they called e girls? Is mm-hmm. that like uh it, like that's kind I of like the, the basic think. deal. It's like uh like a party like a what what's that movie about the uh 24th no that's the movie about joy division um <laughs> basically just like if if a club kid from modern era became ultraman yeah but didn't stop partying didn't stop taking tons and tons of pills <laughs> but also was like the best at their job <laughs> at the same time yeah yeah it's, it's great cool. it's great i liked it uh jojo's bizarre adventure part five the golden wind hardcover volume one <laughs> Wow, that's so many parts of so many things. That made me cough. It was so good. Exactly. Uh, Here's one that surprised me because I hate the Joker. Mm. Uh, Joker presents a puzzle box number one. What's the deal with why this is awesome? It's so good. Uh, Because this is what you need need to do with the character. Yeah. But it's like... Making him the Crypt Keeper was a great idea. (laughs) This This was a genius moment of like... They're basically they're interrogating the Joker and they're like, all right, tell us about this thing. And he's like, well, I can tell you about this murder. Enter this story. And then it's like, I didn't want to hear about that fucking murder, you dummy. Tell me about this one. Well, let me tell you, that reminds me of a story about when I was having milk with the Riddler. And then (laughs) boom, goes into something new. And it's fucking great. Yeah, it is the art in that second part. I don't even know who that is. That person is very good. DC did not want to credit them because I looked hard for their fucking information. It's on the front cover. Also, that Zdarsky cover is so so good. Like... Yeah, a Joker puzzle box, a secret superstar. It was good. Wait, it's one of the main artists? Yes. Oh. Hold on. Okay, because it really, that's weird, because it looked like there were like four different artists on that book. It is Hicks, Hicks, wait. Hicks, Hicks, Hicks. Hickson. (laughs) Okay. We are talking about, so the first story is is Jesus Marino, and that is uh, someone who's been around DC for a long time. But then the second story is Joshua Hickson. Joshua Hickson is Joshua that? Okay. Hickson. And Matthew Rosenberg wrote the whole thing. Uh, so both stories. And oh, that explains it. Okay, now I get it. Yeah, but the first story is the first story is really more like straightforward, kind of like superhero art. You know, yeah, like, not bad, but like, but that second story is just like. That is what I want in yep. a DC. I want every DC comic to look like this. You like, see, I want them to look like all three styles. Other than that, I like the fact that it's varied and weird. Yeah. Although that said, they do kind of like it's like that one little piece. Like kind of it goes back into the main. So it's like mm-hmm. it starts in one style, then it goes into the second style, and then it goes into the third style. But it's also got like that like Gary Oldman Commissioner Gordon <laughs> version yes. that I just really wish. The, the, basically the entire reason I'm still reading the Joker series that's coming out monthly like I just it's a basically a Commissioner Gordon story that they're calling a Joker story and yeah okay if that's what I have to do to get a Commissioner Gordon story I'll do it totally I like that guy and we've got a we got a Justice League number 66 how about that I okay I like the Justice League comic just fine I do not understand the like yeah like I love Phil Hester, I love Steve Pugh. I really, really like these guys, but they are not like hot artists in any no. way. And I'm just like, why did you like launch it with like this like big name artist and then immediately yeah. put like? I, I don't. I, I don't want to do this in a way where it sounds like I'm insulting them, but like they're basically like doing fill in art. Yeah, yeah, they are. It feels like fill in art, and it's like I don't. I don't understand it. Is it like, it's just that the artists like can't do like any kind of a deadline. Like, why are you launching books with people who can't do deadlines? Like, I don't know. I mean, it feels like we've got so many weird things going on in the world still that it's like, I mean, I'm 100% fine with, with Hester doing the art. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I love it. The art is really good. I just don't think that he's like that. I don't think people really like his art that much. Like maybe they do. I think it's fine. Um, I mean, I like it. my, I don't sound like my only issue is that that cover clearly has the E Pluribus Anus flag from Community <laughs> on it, and that's really weird. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I don't know. I, 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 Phil Hester is is one of my favorite artists. No, he's like, a piece I of really, shit. Let's face it. No, no, I love him, <laughs> and I wish that he was the regular artist, but I just don't understand why 
this big book has yeah. like these no, like agree. it's like every issue is like a different artist from the 90s like <laughs> I don't know whatever I agree let me tell you Sorry. about Justice League Infinity number two I love it it's pretty great it's a fun one yeah I love it um, and Last God remember that thing well now oh, it's yeah. available in a big old hardcover yeah and uh, that's the full thing with the with all the information so that you could play a play yourself a role-playing game based on it it is some intense amounts of information in that series yeah too much for me but the people who like it fucking love it let me tell you that i feel like such an asshole for saying shitty things about my favorite artist you should i didn't i wasn't trying to say shitty things like i really wasn't (laughs) i'm sorry last god also like that was a big thing that people liked and that's what we're actually talking about but phil hester rules and you should read justice league yes no it's good um you know what else is better what lucky devil i liked this one this was really really cool it was a very good concept i love colin bun he's like why does that guy have so many ideas i don't know how does he get them where does he get his ideas we should ask him he has so many bad ones (laughs) i don't know that's the thing though is it's like it seems like he does sprinkle his bad ideas out to bad companies Uh, like when well, Lucky see, Devil is a good idea, right? Like when you see his stuff coming out from Oni, it's in, it's generally pretty good. His stuff from Dark Horse generally good, but then you'll see stuff that's like, oh, I wonder why he's at this company. I'm gonna read it because it's Cullen Bun. Wow, that one sucked, hmm. and I think that's kind of the way that he does it. But this one does not suck. No, and this is even though this is definitely uh like this is a movie waiting to happen, but it's still. Mm. Awesome. I could see it as a TV show. Oh, I could see that too. But I, it depends on like what the overall story. This really go. is just the setup. Essentially, I mean, without spoiling it completely, essentially the idea is that we have this guy who is a total schlub. Uh, his wife is cheating on him, and he just like, eh, not much I can do about that. I'm just going to go about my life, you know, like just stamped on constantly. And eventually a demon approaches him who is like one of a very high powered demon from hell and is like, hey, listen, you want to get revenge on everybody? Let me possess you and I will fuck everyone up. And he does. He possesses him and murders a whole bunch of people. And then he's like, he gets kind of tired after killing a whole bunch of people and kind of goes to sleep for a while. And in that little interim time, he takes him to get exercised. He gets exercised, but... The exorcism goes badly, leaving him with the powers, but not the demon. Yes. And then we get... Uh, that's the elevator pitch, right? And there. That's the elevator pitch. Yeah. It's pretty great. It's good. Yeah, he's like this guy, so he's no longer possessed, but he still has all the powers of the demon. Yeah. And then he's like also in this like 12-step group, and he's like, <laughs> who wants to fucking yep. go to town now? Yeah. So it's actually cool because it's like it's not necessarily just held up with like his deal. It's yep. like the, who who else is going to get drawn yeah, yeah. into this web? I thought it was really good. I liked the art a lot. Yep. There was a couple of really there was a lot of number ones this week. Uh, that was one of the stronger ones. Yep, that was definitely a very strong one. Uh, Mad Magazine number twenty one is out. We got a trade paper. We got a paper. Maestro War and Pax trade paperback is out. And Locust. I don't locust. know what it is, but we locust have a reprint a of Locust. Oh, it's a but reprint. Sorry, it's not on the website, so Forget I can't see it. I said anything. But I we do have a reprint of we do have a reprint of the Scout book, Locust, as well. If you come into the store, it's not on our website. Ah. Chad ignores reprints. Chad, he's <laughs> like, "Fuck you, reprints." Um, let's see. Oh, uh, so we have gone back on our promise to never carry Magic: The Gathering, and we now have three. <laughs> different booster packs of magic the gathering they're available on our website and they're available in the store they're in a case and that's as far as we're gonna go <laughs> but uh Man, come and get them and hopefully it doesn't lead to our downfall we got uh maria lovitz porcelain number one i got no idea what this is it's one of the it's one of them uh, sexy arty comics yeah and the art looks pretty cool yeah i'll give it that we got uh, we got the me that you love in the dark. My favorite number one of the week. This as book it turns out is so good. I thought it was fantastic. This is uh, this is the most. Scotty Young continues to surprise me 
with the depth of his ability as a writer. Hmm. I'm shocked at the ability of him as a quiet writer. Yeah. This, this is a, a story first issue. that nobody, I don't know anybody else who would have had the balls to make this first issue. Nothing happens in this. Literally. Quite oh, sure I agree with that. It's it's so it's so it's passive. It, it is, is so subtle. Yes. And it is so good. But it is also there mm-hmm. are ten lines of dialogue, maybe, you know. <laughs> yeah, like, almost the entire issue is just a, a woman trying character. to draw or yeah. paint. Yeah. And uh and not being able to. And in a way, like each page could be a panel. Is yeah. the other thing like, and even it's the f- drawn big, out, but even the big like final panel is like you have to look at it for a second to really mm-hmm. kind of like, it's cool. I really liked it though. I really no, it liked is it. like it's it very set very a good. mood. Uh, the art, uh, Jorge Corona, is that right? So good. It's really really so good. So good. Uh, all of the characters have like really distinctive uh, like yeah. silhouettes, if you will. Like they like Jaunty you. Silhouettes. Uh, Jaunty silhouette. And uh, so it, it it works on a like I don't know. It yeah. just it was. I thought oh, it was just absolutely really correct. Good. Not to slight the Colin Bunn book, which I also really liked, but yep. um, but yeah, this, yeah, this, this was is cool. this is shockingly good. Um, this would be a good movie. This would be a good movie. Oh, this freaking bug. <laughs> oh, I want to kill it. I can't. I want it. you to kill it. I will kill it. <laughs> oh, it's <laughs> it's you quoting Sting from Dune. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I am I'm Sting from Dune in this episode except for I don't know any of his lines. Uh I will kill him. Is his <sighs> most famous. I will kill him. <laughs> uh so I just did it. Migo Horror the Exorcist figure. We got some Exorcist figures. It's uh, little Regans. They're so adorable. Migo Regans. Migo Regan. Migo Regans. Uh, and we've got MFKZ, which is god damned beautiful. Oh. Um, I mean, this book is like just genius. But this these are technically reprints, but they are translated reprints from the French comic. But so when I was doing the video, I shouldn't have called it motherfuckers. <laughs> you could call it motherfuckers oh, okay. if you want to. Um, I I believe it is just MFKZ. I don't know what it's translated. I mean, I think it was in French originally, so mm. don't know. But uh, the movie is great, and the comic is great. Cool. Um, New Mutants by Vita Alaya. Mm. Trade paperback number one. It's Ayala. Ayala? Yeah. Ayala. Ayala. New Mutants Epic Collection. Sudden Death. I don't remember what era this is. I recognized it as comic books that I owned as a as a young person. As a youth. So stuff from the late 80s, early 90s. Yep. This is 55 through 70 of New Mutants. Oh, man. This is bird brain material. <laughs> oh, man. Man-e-chalk-ock-shock. <laughs> Yike. He was really into chocolate shakes, but he was a bird, so That's he couldn't talk. right. I remember <laughs> this now. <laughs> Uh, nice house on the lake, number three. Pretty good. Pretty good. Um, the One Man Army Corps by Jack Kirby. Complete this, collection. This is some weird ass shit. This book is so weird. I love it, but it is weird. It is like, I. It's I don't want to say. It's, I don't want to say it's bad weird, no. but it is. It is fucking like. Unfortunately, I think it's inked by Vince Coletta, so it's like sure. It's not the best Kirby, but no, uh, maybe I'm wrong about that. But I it could is be still. Wrong. Okay, it could but be it's entirely so, inked by Mick Roy. But it's so strange, so strange. Yeah, it's strange. Like that whole like put me together, I'll be your friend. Yeah. Like that shit is like just genuinely like one of the creepiest things that's ever been done in comic books. I agree. I you could like do a lot of stuff trying to be that weird and never come close. Like, that shit is weird. Yep. Truth. And speaking of things that are weird, Red Room number three. <laughs> yes. It's full of murders. If it's you like murders, it's got them. Fucking needle in front of an eyeball, and I didn't even look at it because I can't stand the shit. <laughs> I don't like eyeballs. I don't like them eyeballs. I do not like an eyeball, and I specifically do not like injuring an eyeball. Hey, you know what you do like? What? You like that Sandman, don't you? 
Hey, I'll tell you what, <laughs> Sandman Preludes and Nocturnes, the 30th anniversary edition the 30th is out. anniversary edition. Why, that's right, you Thanks, mugs. Greg. It's the 30th anniversary edition. Yeah. Uh, I've actually never read the Sandman. Holy shit, that's crazy. <laughs> I've never read it. I love it. It's one of the few books that I have in like ultra deluxe format Ooh, in my library. Super deluxe. And uh, yeah, the the big crazy leather bound like looks like a Bible versions. Nice. Um, I have the I issue with um, I have the issue with Element Girl, and I have the issue <laughs> with uh, Constantine. Nice. Uh, and those are the only two I have. That's a good issue. Yeah, it is. Um, yes. So the thing is that this has been out of print for a while because DC has discontinued the Vertigo line, oh. and so they were like, "Oh, hey." We got to not release anything that says Vertigo on it. So right in the middle of COVID, they stopped doing that. And then it was like, oh, shit, cool. But now we haven't had Sandman for like <laughs> smart, like literally the Sandman TV show is coming out. and We haven't been able to get it in for six months. And so uh, the, the meme here is uh, Homer Simpson going, I am so smart. I am so smart. MRT. MRT. Yeah. And so now we can and we do. And so if you've been looking for it, here it is. Nice. Uh, Savage Avengers number 23. I don't know what's going on, but they're fighting a giant eyeball. But I definitely see that there's some Shumagaroths in it. So I'm pretty excited. Yeah. That giant eyeball. They're fighting the shit out of it. Good. Sensational Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Wonder. And you're the one that's been drinking. What's <laughs> fucking wrong with me? Um, I don't know. Sensational Hopefully Wonder Woman. <laughs> number six. Uh, seven to Eternity. Number 17. And Silk. Number five of five for that little mini series. Nice. I was not really a fan of that one. I didn't like the art. I think the thing mm. was like with Silk was like that the original first artist of yeah. Silk I really liked, and then this was like more traditional comic book, and I was just like, I don't know, I don't like it. Yeah, yeah, it was interesting. Um, that yeah, the first the first two volumes were pretty good. Uh, Sinister War number two of four. 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 I'm going to say that a lot. Continues to be a ridiculous a amount of villains fucking piling into every page. <laughs> it's so much. Yeah, it's too much. It's too For much. For me, it's too much. It's a wonderful amount too much. I actually am enjoying how, how over the top it is. Nice. Um, and speaking of things that I'm enjoying how over the top they are. <laughs> I know what it Skybound is. Skybound X number five. Skybodex. How great is it that this exists? I love it. It just makes me so happy that you can buy a book that has the dumbest version of Walking Dead <laughs> that could possibly have ever existed. And it's awesome. It's fun to read. It's stupid. It's just like, it's the best of when uh, Dark Horse Presents was around. You know? Yeah. I just, if you miss Dark Horse Presents... Skybound is giving it to you again. Is giving you that experience all over again. You know what? I, I another thing that like I'd love to, to kind of shout out is uh, I love that Ryan Otley's Rick Grimes is informed by Charles Charlie Adlard's Rick Grimes. Yeah. Like when I look at it, yeah, I yeah. can see that it's like he's like in, it's informed by that. And I just I don't know the idea that Charlie Adlard is one of the most successful comic book artists of all time is like <laughs> so, so awesome. It is. It's so awesome. Like I remember him doing fill in issues of Chase in the <laughs> 1990s and like people don't even know what Chase is. This guy is like fucking top top game yeah. and his shit is influencing top other top game people anyway also this has six sidekicks of trigger keaton which i love love very much it's so good if you aren't reading six sidekicks of trigger keaton you should definitely be doing that and uh you will burn in hell no like get this is skybound x and read it and you'll be like oh shit this is the coolest <laughs> thing i've ever fucking read in my life and then you'll get the series um but Anyway, and then there's some new sh new stuff, uh, like a new code is new, and then something called Gasolina. I don't know if that's something that that's came an that's an old that's an old series. Ah, well, that's in there too. I like Skybound X. Nice. Uh, we got Snelson number one from Ahoy. I am not sure about <laughs> this. I don't know what we're up against. I, was, I I enjoyed the issue. Okay. And I know that it's Ahoy. So I know that the 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 surface version of what this is is not what you're seeing. Yeah. But it is a weirdly it's a weird issue to release 
without any context for anyone to know that you're not just defending this platform. Right. It, at its core, the main character of this comic is saying, uh, you can't be funny anymore. Cancel culture has ruined Ugh. comedy. Yeah, and, yeah. and so he is the he is your entryway into the world. He's a scumbag. He looks vaguely... Okay, I'm not going to say vaguely, because he just looks fucking exactly like Bobcat Goldthwaite. I thought he looked like Hunter Thompson. I don't see it, even in the least. I mean, he obviously not has the, the same like, glasses. Stupid. He's got the same, like... I mean, his hair is a little weirder, but like he the, looks yeah, like Yeah, the Bobcat. hair is... Okay. Yeah, I guess I can see that. And, and this... So, knowing what you know about Ahoy Comics, I know this is going to take an interesting turn. And also... That is not the that is not the entire point of this issue. There is also some abject insanity that goes on inside it that involves yes. hallucinations and weird cow stuff, and it's very confusing. So there's going to be more to it, and Ahoy is, as I've said a million times, the smartest comic company in the world. So... Yeah. There will be there will be a reason for this. I picked this up because it's an Ahoy book and it involves uh, stand up comedy, which is interesting to me. And it's like just like a unique and interesting thing. Also, the art is really good. It's really good. It's like uh, kind of Eric Powell. It's uh, very Eric Powell sort of uh, yep. derivative. And there's a there's a uh, that's a bad word, um, but you know it reminds me of Eric Powell in a certain way. Yeah. Um, and then there's also like backup stuff, uh, like the Ahoy. I actually really like the Ahoy, like just like leaning hard into the like pros backups. Also, there's a there's a B cover done by uh, what's his Peter name? Bag. Peter Bag. Yeah, I actually I almost bought it because I was like, oh, this one's cool to have us on a novelty. And then I was just like, do I really want a Peter Bag drawing of a guy's fucking hairy ass? And <laughs> the answer is no, I'll get the one with the weird cow udders. The Honestly, one that looks like a guy about a, to fist a cow. Yeah, and there's not much appealing <laughs> about the covers of Snelson. Comedy is dying, no, number one. No, I gotta say, they really are... like, And honestly, the fact that they leaned that hard into this weird, unmarketable... like stuff kind of makes me want to read it more i just i want to support them with everything they do because nothing they do is commercial (laughs) they just they cannot release a book that seems to pay for itself which is weird too because wrong earth is really good oh and it's getting developed good uh Uh, not wrong earth uh second coming is getting developed oh sick as what and i think that's like as a film i guess huh it's a weird secret, I think. I was listening to a podcast and someone was like, yeah, my friend's developing that as a as a TV show, this this crazy comic. So it hasn't been announced or anything, huh. but like, he, was, he just basically mentioned it casually. I think it was Patton Oswalt. Oh. It was like, oh yeah, and there's a book called Second Coming where he both, and I was like. Second Coming is, is fantastic. Billionaire Island been, is really good. That like, been announced. Every Ahoy comic that I have bought has been awesome. I actually, yeah. uh, I, I know it doesn't Snifter sell. Snifter of Terror. Yeah, you have. Oh my you God. Didn't, <sighs> apparently there's like a whole. Uh, there's like three, three volumes. Yeah, that. but there's like a Mark Russell um it's like the serial monsters as like like a serious treatment, like basically like a Flintstone style treatment of the serial monsters that I have seen art from and is definitely awesome and I need need to read. Damn it! But someday I, I need will. to get those trades. Yes, you do. Yeah, I think I have the first one, but yeah, I cool. will definitely do that. This is in the new one. Uh, Spirits of Vengeance, Spirit Rider. I am very excited about this. This looks infinitely better than I would expect a comic yeah. written by the guy from Black Eyed Peas to look. Yeah, I mean, his his Werewolf by Night was not uh, not flipping anybody's switch, unfortunately. Yeah. It was not great. Well, I like that they did this new Ghost Rider. It's Oops. like, instead of making it a new Ghost Rider, they're like, it's the Spirit Rider, and it's just yeah. this new character that kind of is tangentially connected to the Ghost Riders. Yeah, she I like is, it. I mean, essentially she is a Sorcerer Supreme slash Ghost Rider, which is really exciting. Nice. The art's um, really good in this. And I believe that the reason that we're getting this uh, one-shot, maybe, of this thing is because uh, she's going to be the new Sorcerer Supreme. I oh. believe she's going to be brought in when Doctor Strange quote-unquote dies. 
Oh, I figured the death of Doctor Strange was going to be some like what if future story or something. No, they're going to kill him off for like a like six months okay. because there's a movie coming up and they don't want to have books to sell you that have the character that stars in them. That would be insane. Yeah, I don't understand comic marketing. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. I actually, on this instance, I kind of do, and I don't want to derail too much, but basically, like, that whole thing where they, like, by not having Wolverine for two years, mm-hmm. they made people want Wolverine more. Yep. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's possible. It's like, oh, Doctor Strange isn't popular enough, so let's deny yeah. you ever having a fucking... <laughs> I'm sorry I swore so much in this episode. I really let loose. But, uh, yeah, no, anyway, that's, I think, what they're doing. But who knows? I thought it was just, like, some, like, here's what it would be like if Doctor Strange mm, died. It story. could be. I th- I think it's going to be the other, though. Uh, okay, Star Wars Bounty Hunters, number 15. We got, uh, we've got a trade paperback of Star Wars Legends, the epic collection of the Marvel Years, Volume 5. So you're getting way into the weeds with... with no, no, these stuff. are the good ones. These are the Ron Friends ones. The cover of this one is literally one of the best Star Wars comics ever. It's the one after uh, after Return of the Jedi when um, when Boba Fett resurrects himself out of yep. the... But he has amnesia and, and, and Han Solo is like, oh shit, it's Boba Fett. But Boba Fett's just like, I don't know who you are. I'm crazy because I got Oh, eaten. really? Oh, okay. it's so good. It's so, I read... I mean, whatever. I read it as a 10-year-old and was like, this is so good. So maybe it's not that good. But I love the Ron Friends yeah, everybody seems to love those. those ones that seems to really be very good. popular. Yeah. And also, those like those are now financially out of everyone's Yeah, reach. yeah, they all Those are, Boba Fett issues are astronomically expensive now. Yeah. I regret not having my beat-up copy that I bought off the stands when I was 10. And, uh, but I loved Boba Fett. And yeah, also, cool. the ones that were bought off the newsstands are now worth 10 times what the ones that were bought in a comic shop are worth. Which is really weird. That's the one I had. Um, Star Wars Bounty Hunters Four Laman Zuckus, number one. <laughs> I love that there's a Four Laman Zuckus comic. <laughs> I love it because they are those. I love that they combine the two of them because they're the two characters that get confused oh. on the on the cards yep. back in the day. Oh, funny. They had the wrong names, and so they've been confusing for years and years. And no one has really known who was who. I mean, I guess Star Wars fans know who is who. But yeah. personally, I barely knew who was who because they had the wrong Zuckus is the bug-eyed cards. guy and Forlom is the... Is the um, yes. I mean, obviously the one with the robot name is the robot and the, yeah. the uh, gray C-3PO body. And then kind of the bug head, but like a robot bug head. Yeah. And uh, and Zuckus is the the big weird cockroach looking dude in the right. in the robe. Yep. And I think he's psychic. Oh, something. I don't know. Something. Clearly, they had plans for these guys that never amounted to anything. Because, oh yeah. Like they appeared for like two seconds in the fucking movie, and then like everybody loved them. Yeah. Exactly. And uh, you know what everybody really loves. Stillwater. Stillwater. That movie with Matt Damon. Uh, (laughs) And also this comic Incredibly woke Matt Damon. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) Does he have a publicist? (laughs) Does he have a brain? Yeah. I, 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 my favorite is, I mean, whatever, we're all, we're all guilty of like, you know, the eighties, like, you know, it's like when you read uh, oh, paper course. girls and it's like, yeah, oh yeah. yeah, like that's the language of but the day like, or that whatever, was but it's how like, people were speaking back but then, the yeah. distinction between like, well, I wasn't saying that slur. I was saying like this other slur, which is different. Ugh. It's like, dude, like just say you're sorry just <laughs> and move on just and admit that you're your just behavior. like, yeah, just like say, Hey. I did something stupid that hurt people and that makes me sad and I want to change my behavior and I'm going to do that. Just fucking do that. How hard is that? Well, and also like, you know, as much as like some of us said things that we shouldn't have said back in the 80s, like we stopped in the 90s. Right, exactly. Like (laughs) six months ago. Yeah, there's a two. Yeah. I'm not going to forgive Boston. That's not a thing I'm going to do. Suicide Squad, number six. I very much dislike Brian Azzarello, but I actually really liked this Suicide Squad Get Joker. Oh, wait, no, you're talking no, about I'm the talking Suicide about Squad. regular one. Regular one. So, regular one, it's out. Let's talk about Get Joker. 
Yeah, get Joker. Gotta it's, get that Joker. Uh, I'm a huge Wild Dog uh, fan, and he's in this. Uh, but basically, the the, the it's elevator. My favorite bottom shelf uh, alcohol. <laughs> That's Mad Dog. It's a it's a knockoff Mad Dog. Oh, nice. <laughs> Uh no the basically what's going on in this Suicide Squad it's a black label and it's written by Brian Azzarello so you know they say fuck a lot, fuck a uh, lot. and uh, fuck a lot that's mm-hmm. a, that guy the rapper Sir Fuck a lot Sir Fuck um no basically Amanda Waller puts together a Suicide Squad led by Red Hood Jason Todd that uh, is about to go get the Joker who is literally identical to the Joker from the Suicide Squad film. Uh, except for he doesn't have all the tattoos, but he looks very similar. Uh, anyway, um, there's a nice twist in this that I actually thought was pretty clever. And Alex Maleev did the art, and Matt Hollingsworth does the colors, and it's that big square format, and it has Wild Dog. And so I think <laughs> it is worthy of consideration at the for the least. Emmys for the ergot. When, wait, what is it? Egot. <laughs> Egot. Yes. <laughs> Give uh, Brian Azzarello all the awards <laughs> for having. Etrigan rap. Um, Swamp Thing number six is out. Nice. Continues to be a great comic. Um, And something that I'm very excited about that we finally can get in uh, that I also would say is something that you should consider is a a magazine from, if you're familiar with the internet presence of Plaid Stallions, Um, they are a toy... Uh, nostalgia toy account on the internet and he does all sorts of really cool stuff uh, but he has released a magazine and it is really really good it is called Toy Ventures and it is it's just a delight if you miss Toy Fair and things like that it's like it's Toy Fair without any of the nonsense in it it's just like it's all killer no filler if you are a fan of like vintage toys, this is specifically monster toys in this issue. So obviously I was stoked. Uh, get on this. It's worth supporting him in this endeavor to continue to make toy magazines a thing. Nice. Which is a difficult, difficult thing to do. So I'm I'm all in. I have bought my copy and I'm taking it home and uh, nice. you should too. Well, and he's, he's psyched that you're in his corner because you're buying the your stock yes, in it. Yes, exactly. Know? So you not only have bought your copy, but you've also bought multiple copies. <laughs> multiple copies that will not sell because nobody buys magazines. But this one you should. Uh, and yes. also, speaking of things Proof people Tristan don't buy, buy it. Transformers number 33. Oh. You're not going to buy it because it's a Transformers book. But you know what you will buy because it's fucking Grimlock? Transformers <laughs> King Grimlock number one. Holy shit. I don't care about Transformers, but I was excited about this because cool. it's the big dumb Dinobot. I don't know that guy. Oh my I don't god! Know Transformers. You see, Grimlock am smartest of all Autobots. Oh, so you I should no more. you should be friends with him. Uh, Trials of Ultraman number five is out. What is it again? Trials. Oh, Trials of the of, Ultraman of the Ultraman. Yes, uh, and also. In the tease, we have Trover saves the universe. You got to tell me what the fuck this is, because I don't know. It's Rick and Morty. This is very confusing. Yeah, I didn't get this. I don't understand a lot of what's going on here, but I was excited because I like the person who's writing it. So I was like, I want to give this a shot. Okay. Um, and they've done some other cool stuff, but this is based on a video game that Justin Roiland did. Oh. And so it is it's weird that they that they put Rick and Morty on it because I don't believe that this has anything to do with Rick and Morty. No, it says from the creators of Rick and Morty or okay. the co-creator of okay. Rick and Morty, but at the same token it's also marketed as this person who made the comic book is awesome, who yes. isn't a person who created Rick and Morty. No. It's just a person who makes really cool comic books. Yes. So it's a very confusing marketing pitch. It is, it is a very confusing marketing pitch. Uh, I should have checked it out. If I'd had more time, I would have read it because I was actually pretty excited about this book because I like the other stuff that the writer has done. Ooh. That is it. Finally, oh my God, this is a long time coming. This, I believe went up to about $300 on on the internet recently. 
before it went back into print, but now we have Usagi Yojimbo Saga Trade Paperback Volume 2, wow. second edition, finally back in print. Cool. Hooray, because that is, is stupid. Beefy tome. It is beefy. Uh, and also we got that Vampirella that all the kids are into. And uh, cool. and shouldn't be because it is not a comic book for kids. It is not. Everyone, it is. all you kids, stop that. What are you doing? <laughs> My God. It's, it's too scandal. It's, it's just too, too scandally for the kids. <laughs> it's, it's too scandal featuring two Patty Smythes. <laughs> um, oh, man. There's a joke for the old people. <laughs> uh, Walking Dead Deluxe number 20 is out. Web of Spider-Man number three, based on a stupid video game that got stupid popular because some dumb thing happened in it, is out. <laughs> What's the dumb thing that happened? Oh, I, the first issue had this new character who was Iron Man. She was Iron Person, Iron whatever. She was an Iron something. And everyone was like, ah, it's going to be the new Iron Man. And then people with a brain said... It's a video game comic. No one gives a shit. Shut up. <laughs> nice. uh, but people bought four million copies of number one. And, and it still sells for a lot of money on the Ebays. Probably. It's stupid. Yep. The book's okay. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. It's just hilarious that people latch on to stuff like that. Yep. Uh, Witcher, trade paperback, volume five, Fading Memories. Witcher, this or... <laughs> yes, perfect. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, that's that my best joke of the podcast right there. <laughs> there's, there's your permutation of the uh, of the Which... were, werewolf, their wolf joke from uh, Young Frankenstein. Yes. Uh, Wolverine, black and white and blood, treasury. This is awesome. This it's is so the way big. to read this. Yeah. It is in that like massive treasury size, like the old treasury editions. Yeah, read but it. Deluxe. This is the one. If you wanted to read this, get it in this format. Yep. Uh, and also, we've got Wolverine Omnibus Volume Two. Uh, that is oh. the original series. Awesome. We got. Oh man, is wait was Wolver? Oh wait, Omnibus Number Two. So that's. So Wolverine Omnibus Number One has the ones that I'm most excited about, but I'm sure Wolverine Volume. Omnibus 2 is really also great. It's weird because Sorry, I didn't mean to volume, <laughs> volume 2 is where it gets cheesy, but it's also a lot of the stuff is written by Larry Hama. Okay. And it's there's a lot of like Monster of the Week stories where it was like the spore and like all those mm. dumb ones. So like the first few issues are Claremont and then Peter David did it. Yep. And then it was awesome. Yep. And this would be immediately during or and after that. Yes, I believe there is Claremont stuff in here. Oh, cool. But I think there's, uh, oh, it also includes that terrible, uh, the Nick Fury, the Scorpio connection. Remember that? Not really. Oh, man. <laughs> that was uh, that was one of the graphic novels. <laughs> but me. also, we've got, it has Wolverine, the Jungle Adventure, and Bloodlust, oh, which is. Oh, Jungle Adventure is Mike Mignola. Mike Mignola, yeah. I got that. I and have that original. it has, uh some other stuff from Marvel comic presents and I, Oh, sick. That's Eric Larson. I think uh, some of it. Yeah. Some of it. Cool, man. Uh, going through all of that Marvel I'm comics present stuff was so fucking cool. It's all so good. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah, absolutely. I just, uh, actually I was talking to you about Mike and, uh, he traded me the, yeah, yeah. um, or he traded me, lent me the, um, Colossus God's country, which is like, and Nascenti yeah. writing a Colossus, uh, story where he goes to the heartland <laughs> yeah. and they're all like, you damn call me. <laughs> and he's like, ah, I'll save you anyway. Tovarish. <laughs> it's so good. I love it. Uh, and art. It's good. Yeah, it's great. Um, did I mention the worst dudes? We got them. Uh, yeah, worst dudes. Number three. They're still worst. We got Wind, number nine, spelled with a Y. And we've got the X-Men, number two. Can I talk about X-Men? You sure can. Okay. I didn't so, read this issue even though I wanted to. I s- sort of read it. Um, I didn't really read it because, again, I took some time off to drink some beers in between when I got the comics and when I did the podcast with you. But uh, X-Men number one, I have been, I'm, I am I have to make a public apology. I thought I was like shitting on the X-Men, the new run, I hate it, whatever. And I still don't really care about any of it. But this X-Men number one that came out last month was so good. Yep. I am on board. I will read X-Men. 
this nice. team, Duggan, Laraz, Gracia, uh, whatever, uh, is great. I love the treatment of Polaris. I love, uh, like, even the cover of this where she's holding a Starbucks mug while they're doing their <laughs> fist bump is like, it's so subtle and cool. Um, I, I love it. There's like, there's really great, like, uh, Marvel Universe. Uh, it's like, this is what I want the X Men to yeah. be doing, like, superheroing in the Marvel Universe. In the first issue, there was this fantastic, uh, they, they made this giant egg shaped X Mac <laughs> out of all of like their powers together, and then they fought this thing. But there's new villains, and one of the villains is this cool, like, spore that's inhabiting the skeleton of a dead spaceman and like gangster planets and like just exactly what I want. I don't want politics. (laughs) I don't want immortal people who can continue to resurrect themselves even though it's really not that it's not like it's removed from that but it is removed from it in that it is a straightforward-ish Claremontian X-Men superhero comic book and the art is really good and I like it. Um, I like the team even though there is not one except for Rogue there isn't and uh, sorry and the and uh, Polaris no I like Polaris in this I've never particularly been but I'm uh, Laura Wolverine Mm -hmm. I like her a lot Uh, but those beyond those two characters like I give a shit about Cyclops sorry Uh, you know Marvel Girl whatever they've done so much with her I don't even know how to pronounce Cinch or Sink or whatever Sink Mm -hmm. he's named Sink (laughs) <laughs> it's not a really good Kitchen name. Sink. Yeah, right. Uh, Sunfire looks really weird. Uh, you know, whatever. But like, Sunfire's I, always been a weird one for me. All of those characters, the Human Torch, like all of them. Sure. Like Fire Guys. Yeah, Fire I Guys. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, there's the there's only a, there's only one Fire person for me, and that's Starfire. I like uh, Starfire. I Sunfire. like a lot. Sunfire. What's her name? Firestar. Firestar. That's the one. I like Starfire too. But uh, yes. yeah, Fire St- Firestar. Only I... in the Spider-Man and his Amazing Friends cartoon. Okay. More people need to wear yellow bodysuits. <laughs> so you're it's big a big fan look. of Dinah Girl or Electra Woman? Electra or... Woman and both Electra Woman and Dinah Girl. Also uh, Bruce Lee in uh, Game of Death. Yeah. Yep. Oh man, I bet we could come up with some more too. Uh, but either way, uh, regardless of the fact that I couldn't, like, if you if you asked me to pick the best X Men characters to put on a team, none of these no, people no, no. would be on it, no. except Rogue. And uh, it doesn't matter. It's just really good. And this one also has like, so it's continuing the story with. Uh, um, Oh man, there's a great thing where like uh, Gambit is in it for a second, playing cards with the thing, the rhino and the black cat. It's just like so weird and random. Love it, uh, yeah. love it. Uh, this X Men book is great, and I am under arrest. But once I'm being done being arrested, I'll tell you about. Uh, I hope that this stays self-contained yeah. as much as possible. Yep. Because the second I have to buy 14 other comics in yeah, order yeah. to get the story, they can get fucked. But no, like, I really hope they've learned their lesson. But yeah, you know, I mean, I know that there's going to be like an inferno thing, yep. and like it'll tie into that. But it's like just tie into it. Yeah, give me a blurb that tells me what's happening elsewhere in the X world, yeah. and then continue on with this X Men comic that is good, and you're doing it right. Wolverine eats one baby, and then it's fine. Okay. Perfect. That's, that's all you need to know. Just encapsulate it in an editorial caption and move the fuck along. Because I just want this guy from space named Calamity Jones or whatever his <laughs> name is. Was his name Forceps Jones? No, uh, Cordyceps Jones. There's like in the back of the first issue, there's like an ad for this space lawyer that's just like, have the X-Men screwed you over? Like I'm repping all the space guys. And he's like the space lawyer ad. It's like Joe Bornstein from space. So good. Joe Bornstein from space is a great pitch. Um, it's literally what it is, too. Excellent. Anyway, sorry, I just called so Joe the X Men, but I I eat my words that the X Men is is I think it's they they're figuring it out. Awesome, they're getting me. I agree. Uh, okay, so that is it. Uh, thank you for listening and uh, buy things at coastcitycomics.com. Yes. 
and uh, follow us at um actually comics and at Coast City Comics and at the Funbox Monster Emporium and at Funbox Monster Podcast and uh, tell your local comic shop that when uh, Rad Wraith is available, I believe September Ooh. is when the is when the solicit happens for previews. Tell them to get a million copies. Yes, one million. We'll pimp the shit out of that when it yeah. when it's time. Uh, and uh, and that's wait, about is it already it. in previews? It's not in previews. No. It'll be in previews in September. So uh, there's that. And um, if you were waiting on the uh, our amazing cover that we have from Joe Schmalky for Count Draco Knuckle Duster, we are sorry, but uh, that was delayed, and so it'll be in. Well, the whole thing was delayed. Like everything. This is was, the glow in the dark. Yes. So it's everything was delayed a bit. So we'll uh, we'll get that to you eventually. It will be here, uh, and uh, that's about it. Uh, we will see you next time. Thank you all for listening. Uh, rate and review, etc., etc., etc. And uh, yeah, that would be cool. Take a minute to review us and give us a good review. Yeah, that's I I, I personally would ask you to do that. That is super helpful. I have no problem doing that. I appreciate it. And uh, and that's it. Uh, we will see you next time. Yeah. Good Bye. Night. <laughs>